Welcome to Inquiry, a podcast geared towards students where we discuss all things related to tech, from school to industry. My name is Annie. And I'm Daniel. And together, we are your co-hosts. Our team at Inquiry has been working hard to put together an eight-episode focus series titled Tech After High School. In each of these eight episodes, we will be featuring various tech programs in Canadian schools, from varying computer science programs to biotechnology and biomedical engineering. For today's episode, we are so excited to introduce Stephanie. She is a fourth year student at the University of Ottawa pursuing a double degree in honors Bachelor of Science in Biochemistry and a Bachelor of Applied Science in Chemical Engineering. This program is also known as Biotechnology. We're so excited to have you here today, Steph. Can you start off by telling us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Um, So first off, thanks for having me, Annie. Um, I'm always excited to talk about biotech, so this is awesome. Uh, I guess I'm in my fourth year right now of biotechnology. Given it's a double major, it's a a five-year program, six if you do co-op. So um, although a lot of my friends are graduating this year, I will not be joining them. (laughs) But I'm okay with that, to be honest, and I'm enjoying my studies. So this is a really unique program that not a lot of us have heard about before. So can you tell us a little more specifically about this this biotech program at U Ottawa? Yeah, so the biotechnology program is very versatile and you're a part of two faculties, be it engineering and science. Um, And so you're really learning about um, concepts and phenomena on, on two very different scales. So on the biochemistry side, you're looking at biological processes on a a very small cellular molecular level and then in the chemical engineering department um, you're scaling up and you're thinking about transport phenomena process control in an industry setting. So why did you choose this program in particular? I chose biotech because uh, I didn't want to have to compromise my my interests so I really like math I really like chemistry and biology and so this was really the culmination of all of them. And, you know, I like tedious work, lab work, but I also like to see big picture. And so that's what biotech offers. That's awesome. What would you say would be your favorite aspect of it and least favorite? There are so many favorites, to be honest. I guess my favorite is just the the versatility and, and having such a broad scope of knowledge at the end of the day and being able to think about concepts on a microliter level and a gallon level. And um, obviously unit conversion is very important. (laughs) I guess the only downside is that faculties don't always communicate when it comes time to scheduling. So more often than not, you will have midterms piling up around the same date or final exams falling on the same day. And you know, uh, as a biotech student, and I've talked to my biotech rep and we're trying to work on it, but it's just the unfortunate truth of the matter. Yeah. Certainly a lot of scheduling conflicts in, in any double degree or double major program. So how would you explain biotechnology or more specifically your biochemistry as well as chemical engineering on a high level to a student who's never come across these terms before? Mm-hmm. 
So I would say that it's really understanding biological functions in order to be able to scale up. So you're learning the biochemistry and the, the detail and, and working in a lab and that's really fun. <laughs> but, but also with the mindset of, okay, how is this going to change when we're not talking about um, a leader now, we're talking about a uh, hundred liters and, and what are the other factors that we have to consider? Um, yeah, especially when you're, when you're dealing with living things, um, bacteria or something, they're very unforgiving in a way too. Like you need to really consider what, what the needs of the system are. So, yeah. What sort of student would you recommend this program to? Mm -hmm. Definitely a, a very self-motivated student. Your biochemistry and your chemical engineering colleagues are not going to be on the same page of you per se or be able to relate. There's definitely that aspect of being a little bit unrelatable because you're living in two worlds. And, and so, you, yeah, you have classmates um, from these two programs and they'll kind of look at you like you're a bit of an outsider. But I kind of like to think that you're a double agent <laughs> more than an outsider. And what kind of interests would align with this program? Mm -hmm. Like I said, um, math, chemistry, biology. Can't say I love um, general mechanics or physics, but it's definitely an aspect that you have to consider. Can you tell us a little more about what the requirements were in the application process? Yeah, so um, the application process was quite straightforward. You, in terms of what courses you need to have taken, uh, you have to have that for you English or French, uh, as well as both for you math and uh, at least two of the four for you sciences. But in my experience, I'd say it's probably best to have taken science, bio, and physics because you will be taking them in first year and um, else you'll probably have to play a little bit of catch up. So that, and there were no compositions to write. So the application process was really just uploading your transcript and clicking away. <laughs> yeah, streamlined process, that's great. And for our non-Ontario listeners, our For You courses are just equivalent to the grade 12. Yes, yes, uh, grade 12 university course. Awesome. So what sort of grades were needed in order to have a competitive application for this program? Yeah, so um, on the University of Ottawa website, it'll list that you need to have a mid-80 range. So overall, I wouldn't say you need to have super competitive application. Uh, it's more a factor of whether or not you'll stay in the program once you've been accepted. So um, it has quite a steep dropout rate. And I'd say this is to blame for a few different reasons. First, the misconceptions around the program. Some people don't really know what biotech is when they sign up for it. The other is uh, really just like the work ethic and discipline that's needed to do this program because you're signing up for more than just a bachelor's degree. You're signing up for two. Um, and then I guess the last thing, people go into the program and then they much prefer the biochemistry side or the chemical engineering side. So they drop into one of those. That's really interesting. And it's, it's great to see that you do have that option even after going into the program, if you prefer one side to just head or specialize in that one side. Definitely. Yeah. And I would say for people applying, um, if you're considering biotech, 
it's much easier to drop into another program once you're in biotech um, instead of doing the opposite. For sure, and that makes sense. So do you have any advice for any student who's thinking of applying? Yeah, uh, in terms of advice, like I said, if, if it's a consideration, definitely go for it because it's easier to switch out of than into and a bit more on knowing your interests and your level of motivation because you really need to appreciate learning and appreciate the learning process to be uh, in this program. So that would be my advice to them. So let's talk more about campus life at the University of Ottawa. So far, academics aside, how have you found your experience at UOttawa? Yeah, so I'm from Ottawa, uh, and I've been fortunate enough to, to get to know the campus over the course of my elementary, middle, high school with mini enrichment, and, and my parents are both alumni, so I've gone to alumni events and panda games and such. So I guess from the get-go, what I'm trying to say is I've always felt like a Gigi, which is really corny. But um, as a student, I, I really appreciate um, and get to experience the highlights of being a part of two faculties. So that means two student associations planning different events, so trivia nights and brewery tours and pool nights, and then also two mentoring centers uh, when it comes time to try to find some help with courses um, or even just student life in general. So yeah, lots of support. And that's really crucial, especially in first year, getting connected with your faculty, with your fellow classmates. It's awesome to hear that you guys have that community. Speaking of community, what sort of clubs were you part of? Yeah, so um, my outlet for school-induced stress has always been sports. Um, in high school, I played water polo. And so uh, starting in second year, I joined the water polo team at the university. I didn't do it in first year because it was a transition year and I wanted to get a hang of schoolwork and the flow of things before I added too much on my plate. But to be honest, you know, I did well in second year, much better in second year than first. And I'd say that it's not only because of the learning curve, but because I was living a more balanced lifestyle. And uh, last year I was uh, helping plan a, a conference. Uh, so Connecting Young Minds is an undergraduate research conference aimed at like highlighting um, undergrad students' current research. So I really fell in love with the, the message and wanted to be a part of, of, of getting it up and going. And then I guess not so much club, but a work study opportunity presented itself um, in the mentoring center. So I was a mentor for the Faculty of Science for the last two years, and I held the uh, study groups for calculus. That's amazing. So what's your biggest advice in terms of getting involved at school? Would you recommend that students typically stay involved within their faculty or to branch out into different interests? Yeah, so beginning of every school year, there's a fair for all the clubs. And so that's the best way to get to know what's out there. In fact, just this year, I realized we have a triathlon club. So I'm thinking of maybe joining that if the situation kind of allows. I think clubs are a great way to expand your network and knowing people of different faculties is definitely a bonus. You never know how someone's going to help you out career-wise. So even on the water polo team, it was a good way to meet people of different uh, programs.
In terms of time management, you're very involved. And of course, this program is heavier academic wise too. So what's your best piece of advice for managing your time and balancing between school and extracurriculars? So my best piece of advice is to um, rely on, on other people in your program. So I'm really good friends with a lot of the girls in my program. Uh, we have a group chat and, and I guess that's one of the benefits of being in a small program is getting to know everyone pretty quickly. But we, we definitely keep each other grounded and make sure that we're getting all of our assignments done in time. And when I forget something, someone will remind me and vice versa. So that's probably my, my be- biggest piece of advice is make friends and help each other out. <laughs> Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of people would recommend students, especially first years, to live on campus for this very reason, in that in residence, it's a lot easier to kind of put yourself out there, make new friends naturally. Now, as an off-campus student, could you describe your own experiences and how that may have affected things? Yeah, so because I'm from Ottawa, I did have a lot of friends particularly in science, who, who attended U Ottawa. So I had a bit of a community, but in terms of making new connections, I, I, it, made, it forced me to be a little bit more extroverted um, because I wasn't living in a dorm and I wasn't meeting people casually. So uh, I remember vividly in my winter term of my first year, sitting beside someone who happened to be in biotech and we're still very good friends today. But she also helped me kind of um, make other friends because she did live on campus. So she would invite me to events that were happening in her res building and stuff. So I guess a little bit more difficult um, in that sense, but there are definitely so many pros to living at home that kind of trump it. For sure. Now, how would you describe the academics at U Ottawa? I know we already talked a little bit about how it is a double degree, so it's more work. Uh, but in particular for yourself, did you find it challenging? Yeah, so I think the, the biggest learning lesson in first year was knowing how to study for these two very different degrees. So um, on the chemical engineering side, it was a lot more note taking and applica- application based uh, practice, so a lot of textbook questions, and then on the on the biochemistry side, it's more memorization based. So I, I made a lot of flashcards. So not everyone will be able to. Some people like one sort of study technique, but this one kind of forces you to to branch out and think of different means of learning. Definitely, uh, I'd say along with that is different study techniques are are necessary. Probably important to mention that after your first year, you're expected to take six courses every semester and even a seventh. There's one semester that's seven courses. So despite it being a five-year program, it's pretty standard for people to take longer than that. And another thing you can do to try to shift or, or offset the need to take such a charged course load is to take summer courses when you don't have a work term. So I've done that for the past two summers. Uh, and I say past two summers, even during my co-op, I took uh, some courses. There, there's no one way to graduate. I think any uni student will tell you that. But yeah, just look at your requirements. And so the program, you know, a basic bachelor's degree is about 120 credits. Uh, the biotech program is 189. So 
yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot going on, all to say. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Like, I, I don't want to discourage people from biotech. I just think that um, they should know what they're setting, what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. I love all my labs. I love being able to go back and forth between types of subjects. So when I'm when I'm bored or, or don't want to sit down and write my biochemistry lab report, I can work on some calculus or or if I don't want to do thermodynamics, I can look at my microbiology notes. So to be able to to flip-flop between subjects keeps me engaged, to be honest. Would you be able to share some of the courses that you've taken or are currently taking? Yeah, so right now I'm taking uh, data collection, uh, process control, uh, heat exchange, topics in biotech, uh, which is a a seminar course. Uh, We're learning about inventions and how to patent. That's pretty cool. Uh, As well as human genome. And what would you say is your favorite course so far? Uh, so far, data collection. Uh, it's, right now, we're just doing a review of statistics and um, probability. But um, further down the long uh, line, it's going to be more about how to manage uh, operations or how to improve your system operations, given the downstream data that your uh, sensor is, is giving you. Awesome. To dive a little bit deeper into the course requirements, what is a typical first year's workload? First year is pretty standard. You've got C programming, which is a requirement for most engineering degrees at U Ottawa. You have biochemistry, uh, sorry, biology, chemistry, and physics, calculus, linear algebra, technical report writing. So I had mentioned that it's easier to switch out of the program than to switch in. And the reason being um, the the program gets advertised with biochemistry. So the faculty of science takes over admissions. And and because of that, people see the biotech and they're like, oh, it's it's just a little bit more than biochemistry, which it's it's not. (laughs) And um, and so, for instance, if you're in biochem, you're taking the calculus for life science. Whereas if you're in biotech, you're taking the calculus for engineers. So even with that discrepancy, like it's easier to switch out and into biochem because it, the credit will convert, but it won't convert the other way, right? So um, yeah, so physics one and two, and yeah. Would you say the jump from high school into first year was manageable? Uh, I would say it was manageable uh, because got through it. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a learning curve. I was fortunate to be in the IB program before, so I was used to heavy course load in in that sense. But I think of like what was the most difficult transition. So coding to me was completely new. I didn't take a coding course in in high school, and they they make you take C programming, which you know, isn't really used, but I guess they, they choose that one because it's really unforgiving when it comes to syntax. So I guess if you can learn C, you can learn other languages is the, the idea. But I did enjoy that class a lot. Uh, and then in first year, as compared to other uh, years of university, they separate out um, the percentage 
uh, into a lot of different elements. So you've got assignments, exams, lab reports, midterms. Uh, whereas later down the line, you've got a, a midterm with 50% and a final exam with 50%. So it really keeps you on your toes. But I think the more elements there are to, um, to the course, uh, the more you're going to remember it and, and keep up to date in it. Mm -hmm. You briefly mentioned being in the IV program. And one question we receive a lot is actually, does IV give you a benefit or any advantage in the university application process. Would you be able to speak a little bit on that? Mm -hmm. Well, application process, I wouldn't say so much because I did apply with my Ontario grades, but uh, I did get credits transfer over. There aren't a lot of electives in biotech, but um, there are two complementary electives, which are electives from different faculties. And so because I had taken English and French at higher level, that counted towards uh, arts faculty language courses. So I got my credits for that. And, and that was two courses off my, my long list. So I was fortunate for that. I know U Ottawa also offers a lot of bilingual programs. Is this something that you're currently taking part of? Yes. So they also have a, a scholarship associated with that, which is great. The benefit of being able to study in two languages is picking a section. So I have a lot of friends in upper years, which is another piece of advice that I would give students, like reach out and, and network because they have a lot to teach you. And so when I had heard bad reviews from the prof for the English section, I knew that I should take that course in French. And that's how I made a lot of my decisions when it came to which course I would take in French or English. Uh, for me, the vocabulary would not, wasn't really an issue, especially if you're taking a math-based course. At the end of the day, math is universal. So maybe if you, if you want to do French, but you're a little hesitant with the vocab, take, take your math courses in French is my advice. So are you allowed to pick whichever course uh, that you have in either English or French, or is there some sort of requirement that you have to meet per year? So you have to take two courses per semester in French, but it can be any sort of course. It doesn't even have to be a mandatory course for your program. If you want to find your electives and take those in French, you can as well. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Is this program specific or just in general? This is across U Ottawa for um, the immersion scholarship. What are the requirements of heading into the French immersion program? Do you have to have a background in French school? Uh, you don't, but it would definitely be an asset. So if you're coming from an English school board, that's where that requirement of two courses per semester comes in. If you're coming from a French school board, then you have to take three. Do you have to take any exams to get into the program itself? Or is it just you go at your own risk? Uh, mostly pretty much at your own risk. I know that there are some accompanying courses that have a uh, FLS uh, course, which you'll just uh, focus in on vocabularies. And then there's also an examination at the end of your degree that you have to complete in order to get the, the full accreditation. But to be quite honest with you, I think if you've made your way through your degree and taken so many courses in French, that should be proof enough that you speak French, that you can understand French. 
in general, would you say that having the bilingualism between English and French, especially in Ottawa, is beneficial towards your job prospects? Definitely. Yeah, there are also a lot of biotech companies in Montreal. For instance, Lalma is one that I had an interview with during my last co-op term. And, uh, and the interview was in French. So had I not been able to do the interview in French, that would not have been an option to me. Congratulations. <laughs> do you have any advice for students just in general who are hoping to go to the University of Ottawa? Uh, yeah, so great thing about U Ottawa is that it's a bilingual school. So even if you're an Anglophone, you're bound to pick up some French. For me, it was great because uh, I have a background in French school. So I got to still continue studying in French. And, and now I, I can easily switch between both when it comes to terminology and, and uh, explaining concepts. So uh, that's great. And that's definitely a, a a skill in itself because in Ottawa a lot of places are bilingual or even if I wanted to do work opportunities in Montreal I'd feel comfortable passing an interview in French. It's definitely a very crucial skill. All right so we're gonna pivot the conversation a little bit more towards job prospects now. So you did mention that you are part of the co-op program in the biotech program. So how, was, how has your experience been with finding co-ops throughout your program? Yeah, so I've done one co-op term so far. Co-op actually starts in the summer after your third year, which is quite a bit later than uh, for most programs, but it's just because they wanna make sure you have a good basis in both, uh, in both majors. So my first work term was just this past summer, and I was working at the Ottawa Hospital Research Institute. I was doing systematic reviews. It was a blessing in disguise because it meant I could work from home. But uh, the biggest piece of advice I got when it came to co-op was to take every opportunity that presented itself and learn about different career paths and not to limit yourself immediately by going back to uh, the same a place for a second work term. So I'm really excited now to maybe get an opportunity that's more on the chemical engineering side. For sure, and absolutely agree. Co-op is a great time to go out there, experience different roles, and really see and find which one's the best fit for you. So could you tell us a little bit more about your past co-op experience? Mm -hmm. So uh, at the OHRI, I was doing systematic reviews and my major project was looking at uh, characteristics that lead to successful translation of preclinical research to clinical trials. For anyone who's not familiar with systematic reviews, which I'm sure is quite a few of you guys, I didn't really know about it either before my terms. Uh, essentially, it's making the process of meta-analysis of like a large breadth of research that's already been published, more systematic and structured and more methodological so that you're reducing any sorts of biases that are coming about due to the author of the review. So it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Not everyone can say that they'd enjoy doing systematic reviews, but I thought it was really interesting. And I think probably why I thought it was interesting was because instead of looking at just one study, I was looking at several and so that's where I got my big picture and and kind of relates a little bit more to chem engine thinking on a larger scale of things. 
That's awesome. And I'm really glad to hear that you enjoyed your first co-op experience. In terms of more, more so the application process of co-op, would you say that, was that really stressful? Are there any pieces of advice that you'd give to students looking for co-op experiences, especially in the biotech industry? Uh, so the co-op office is really good. They send you a lot of emails. So you always know what's coming up next, what deadline is coming up next. The process of writing your resume at the beginning is quite tedious. Uh, they make you expand on your skills section enormously. So it's, it's not your two-pager resume, uh, that's for sure. And then I guess the other big chunk for co-op is writing your work term report. So definitely start on that as early as possible. Um, in terms of finding things that are biotech specific, the co-op navigator from New Ottawa at least is sort of limited, I guess. Um, so you, it's, it's great to also do your own research. So for me, I have my next work term next winter and I've already started applying through LinkedIn and, and other outlets as well as the co-op navigator. So when would you recommend students begin up looking for co-ops? About one semester in advance is the typical notion that I've heard. Mm -hmm. But if you have a place in mind, if you've been scouting them out, then I, I would definitely say reach out in advance. Tell them I'm really interested. I have a co-op term, you know, next year. So just to, just to put your name in there and yeah. Yeah, get your foot in the door. <laughs> So speaking of co-op experiences and more so job prospects, what sort of jobs do graduates from the biotech program from UOttawa typically go for? Right. So of course, anyone in biotech can do a job that a biochemist or a chemical engineer can do, and maybe even better. <laughs> but the culmination of the two, which is biotech, um, really deals with any sort of industry that's looking or focusing on a bioprocess. So I can name a few unique examples for you, which would be uh, pharmaceuticals, agricultural processes, so uh, genetically modifying crops to be more weather disease resistant, but also using crops to make biofuels. And then there's also food production, so your fermentation processes, making wine and cheese and, and beer. You can also say that a, a biotech a graduate can work at any sort of point of the life cycle of a process. So that could be the research and development, could be the manufacturing, and it can also be the quality assurance aspect. So that's another versatile aspect of the program. That's really cool to hear. Where exactly are you headed after graduation? What are your plans? So to be honest, I mean, I've named a lot of cool, interesting things. I haven't really narrowed anything down, and um, I'm okay with that. Uh, because I still want to keep an open mind when it comes to co-op too. Um, I like fast-paced work environments. Uh, I guess, I mean, I, I currently live a very fast-paced life, so uh, something that emulates that as well. And um, personally, I'm really uh, environmentally conscious, and to work in something um, on sustainability or around that topic would be my biggest interest. That's honestly so incredible, and I am so excited to see where life takes you. 
Now, unfortunately, our time here is coming to an end. So I'm going to leave you with one last question. As technology continues to improve and evolve with new innovations every day, how would you say this will affect the biotechnology industry? Mm-hmm. Well, um, there's two things that I'm thinking of. First, uh, in a, more of a medicine uh, domain with the development of in 3D printing of tissues and artificial organs, that's definitely uh, an aspect that biotechnology is booming in. Uh, and then the other with... Um, more green uh, biotech and trying to find alternatives to um, fuel usage and battery technology for electric vehicles. So those two aspects I'd say are are maybe, in my mind at least, the two kind of growing areas for biotech. Awesome. And just like that, we've come to an end of today's episode on biotechnology at the University of Ottawa. Thank you so much, Steph, for coming and sharing your insight. We wish you the very best as you complete your studies and continue on your journey. Thank you, Annie. It was a pleasure. I'm glad I got to talk about biotech and hopefully um, gave someone someone, uh, more to think about. And that's a wrap on episode one. This episode is part of Inquiry's focus series, Tech After High School. We hope you enjoyed. Thanks for tuning in and having us be a part of your journey to code your future. Make sure to follow us on social media to stay in the loop and for a chance to have your questions answered in our next episode. See you then. Thank you.